Hi, everyone. It's Robert Poole. Welcome back to the Growing Your B2B Small Business Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about that uncomfortable phrase, cold calling and telemarketing, that may send shivers down your spine. So the question is, is telemarketing and cold calling dead in modern society with social media and all the other methods of prospecting? Let's talk about that. you have a B2B small business, are you frustrated with the lack of resources to grow in B2B? So where do we go to learn how to grow our B2B small business? Should we focus on traditional offline methods, online techniques, or both? How do we bring in more clients and revenue and yet keep our sanity? I'm Robert Poole. Join me as I share two decades of B2B growth experience, learn new techniques, and combine both offline and online growth strategies to grow my own business. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for just a nine-to-five job. You're one of the heroes in our society, and you should be proud of it. Welcome to the tribe, and welcome home. Hey, everyone. I hope you're having an awesome day today. In the last episode, we talked about how you can gain back your time and spend it focusing on the things that actually grow your business and get rid of those other things that are needlessly chewing up your time. So as we all know, there's been a ton of changes technologically and societally in the last 20 years or so, and things like uh, old-school techniques when it comes to prospecting, uh, particularly in B2B, you know, they change over time, so we got to keep up with the times. And so, you know, we always have to question what kind of prospecting methods we're using and how we're going about our marketing and all that kind of stuff. The only constant uh, in business these days is that it's going to change. And so we got to keep up with the changes. So, you know, evaluating all the techniques, you know, a lot of the times uh, we hear about, you know, how cold calling is dead and telemarketing is dead. And, you know, that has certainly changed, you know, since I got it started in this business, uh, you know, 25, 30 years ago. You know, and uh, it's uh, one of those things where, you know, telemarketing, it was one of those things where somebody used to call you, you know, and interrupt you in the middle of dinner, you know, and everybody uses cell phones these days, so it's not as big of a problem, but you get on the wrong list. Of course, you know, I still get, you know, four calls a day from the blood blank bank that uh, I donated two years ago to, and but doesn't encourage me to uh, donate again. But, um, you know, when um, back in the, I'd say in the 90s before they had DNC laws, uh, do not call from the federal government and stuff that the telemarketing really got out of hand and there was a lot of fraud and everything else and became really a bad word. It's always been one of the best prospecting methods when you're calling other businesses. Now, I would say, you know, today telemarketing really is dead for calling consumers at home. You know, I certainly wouldn't respond to a you know call on my cell phone or even I don't even have a uh, landline anymore, but if I did, you know, I wouldn't respond too well to that either. But so I think that, you know, that's a valid way that the marketing to consumers is just gone from a, via the phone standpoint. I mean, there's robocalls and that sort of thing, but I'm not sure that's even effective. However, when calling businesses, I think uh, we need to really look at it because there's a lot of people in the marketing business and in the sales business that will tell you, well, you know, you know, you need to use social media and you need to use email. You still need to use mailers. You know, you need to use all these other techniques, networking and that sort of thing. And you can't cold call people anymore because it's just as bad as calling them at the dinner table. You know, in our company, Sales Double, I mean, we're one of our core products is cold calling. And of course, it's all cold calling businesses. You know, companies like ours are still around and we still have a lot of success. As an example, I went to a Tony Robbins event, uh, I think it was four or five years ago now, or maybe not that long, but it was his business mastery week long, you know, seminar. And He's got different speakers that come up and, you know, mix it up between him and Tony or Tony and other people speaking. 
And um, I remember there was this one speaker, and I, I don't remember his name offhand. I don't want to badmouth him by any means. But um, he was, I think his theory was that uh, social media, he was kind of like getting, uh, God, what he called it, it's like social media hijacking or something, or, or news hijacking or something like that. But basically the concept was, you know, something you need to tie your social media posts and marketing to something that's going on in the news uh, that people can relate to. And I think that's a great strategy. You know, he, at the time he was, I think he used the example of, um, what was it called? The uh, mad poop or something that the, the jogger, the lady that was caught, um, you know, literally going to the bathroom on people's front lawns, you know, and, and so Charmin put out a thing, you know, with uh, several tweets and social media posts that was relating to it, offering to give her free toilet paper. And it just went viral, of course, and got all kinds of great press for them. So he was talking about how you can do that. And he said, things like cold calling are, are dead, you know, and, he, and I think there were about you know, 22, 2,500 people in the room. And he said, let me do a poll. Uh, how many of you bought, have bought something from a cold call in the last year? And I swear out of, you know, 2,500 people or whatever, two people raised their hand. And, you know, I, I looked at that and, and of course that kind of, because of my core business that we've been in business for so long, uh, was exactly that, you know, kind of sent shivers down my spine a little bit. And I had to really, you know, go back and, and look at things and do some soul searching and say, hey, is this, is that correct? You know, and in retrospect, I think that most of those people or a lot of them anyway, um, didn't necessarily want to raise their hand because they didn't want to feel like they got sold something. Because the reality is that when it, particularly in B2B, cold calling is definitely not dead. As I said, obviously I'm biased because I own a company that, you know, cold calling is one of our core products. Uh, but, you know, we generate um, tens of thousands of leads and appointments every year for our clients and make them tons of money by getting in the door. And, you know, there's a, there's a reason for that. And yes, it's changed over years. There's more resistance and it's more difficult to get a hold of people now, but you know, there's a lot of benefits to cold calling as well. It's not necessarily fun if you're doing it yourself, but you know, if you outsource to a third party company like ours or something, you know, it takes, uh, you know, some of the, the nastiness out of it, but it can still be an extremely effective prospecting method and actually one of the best when it comes to B2B. You know, what made me think about this episode, because I wasn't really planning on talking about this now, but I was listening to uh, the internet marketing guru, Frank Kern, uh, one of his podcasts the other day, and I, I really love his stuff. And, uh, I, you know, he's a real master at his craft and marketing and advertising, particularly online. And, you know, he had, uh, he was answering a question from somebody, it was a short podcast, but he said something to the effect that somebody asked him, you know, well, what would happen if you lost all your clients today, lost all your money, and, you know, you were just basically stuck with an internet connection and the telephone, what would you do? And so he said, basically, you know, he would go for the lowest hanging fruit first. And so in his business, you know, it's mostly social media advertising, I gather, at least what he was talking about in that podcast. But he basically said, first thing I would do, I would cold call local businesses like furniture stores and, you know, other retail type of stores offered to do, you know, uh, his social media advertising and that sort of thing uh, as part of, you know, to kind of build up a clientele and build up money quickly doing that because he believes he can get great results for people. But, you know, it stuck out to me that the very first thing he was talking about doing was cold calling. He wasn't saying, you know, I'm going to try to put out content on the Internet, on social media. I'm going to, you know, do some limited advertising. Even though I don't have any money. I'm going to do this or do that. You know, it was he came back to cold calling. And this is an Internet marketing guru. And, you know, he's right. Obviously, he was talking about cold calling retail type of businesses. But, you know, the concept is the same. You know, when it comes down to it, that is a 
cold calling is actually a very basic type of thing, and it's got a lot of benefits to it. Does it fit every company in every situation? Of course not, but nothing does. You know, um, in our business, you know, we obviously focus on B2B and, you know, companies that we do work for, they need to have, you know, sort of, um, you know, a high enough profit margin and enough of a profit on a sale that they can justify that time and, and the money that they pay us or if they do it themselves, you know. I mean, if you're selling a $27 widget, you know, to companies or to individuals, probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense for you to spend hours of cold calling or hire somebody like our firm, you know, to do that for you. So it's not, you know, a, you know, just like any marketing technique, it's, it's got to be appropriate for your audience. You know, again, you know, like our audience is business owners, entrepreneurs who, you know, are typically been in business for a while, who have solid businesses and are just looking to grow. Um, it, you know, it's not a lot of startups and that sort of thing, although we've had that before. And the reason is they understand how uh, telemarketing and prospecting works in general or marketing in general, that it's a campaign and it takes time and all that, you know, um, and, you know, typically that's a um, older demographic. We, you know, of course, you know, 18 year olds can have solid businesses as much as a, you know, 50 year old, but typically these are people for our market anyway, in their you know, thirties and forties and fifties, you know, uh, and they, a lot of times they're busy business owners. They don't have time to spend a lot of time on Facebook or even LinkedIn or that sort of thing. So uh, what's an easier way to get to them? You know, obviously email is one way, but then you've got to have their email with all the, you know, laws, spam laws and everything these days got to have their permission. So they've got to indicate some interest and identify themselves first. And then, you know, as I said, uh, you know, they may not be, I mean, some are on social media and, you know, looking at it, but they're probably not looking at as much as your average person looking at it for entertainment, your average consumer. And so, you know, how else do you get to them? You could send them a mail or sometimes that works, but you know, if they have a, you know, a secretary or assistant or something, that mail goes to them. And so they're throwing out, you know, 90% of it, unless it's real specific to that person. So you're not going to get to them to that way. Um, but if you can get to them, you know, uh, through a telephone call and you approach it the right way, you're able to get through the gatekeeper. You're putting somebody on the spot also. That's one of the great things about cold calling is that you're putting somebody on the spot to make a decision right then. You know, if you do any kind of advertisement, whether it's, you know, great trackable, you know, direct response things, you know, like um, some sort of um, advertising online, social media or otherwise. You know, that's great to be able to have that direct response, but you're still expecting a response and it's up to them if they want to respond or not. When you cold call somebody, they've got to make a decision right then and there, whether they're going to talk to you, whether they want to set up an appointment with you and that sort of thing. And so people are much more likely to take action at that point. You know, of course, it's not always the, you know, the action you want them to take. You know, it may only be, you know, 20% of the time. But again, if you have the margin and the sales price in your product that makes sense, you know, one deal could pay for, you know, all your time and uh, money that you spend with an outsourcer and that sort of thing. You know, and the other thing too, you know, one of the benefits of doing cold calling and telemarketing is that, you know, these days we're, you know, everybody's online and a lot of the, the human touch has been taken out of things. I mean, they're trying to come up with, you know, AI solutions that will make it, you know, seem more like you're dealing with a human and stuff. But I mean, let's face it, most of us, particularly with big companies, we're calling our cable provider or whatever, you know, or internet provider, you know, it's rarely you're actually talking to a human, you know, they'll put you first through prompts and, you know, try to answer your question on maybe they'll push you to their website, you know, or they might push you to the chat on their website, you know, that sort of thing to talk to a machine. But we are, you know, desperate as humans, it's nat natural for us to want to talk and connect with other people in, the, in a real thing. That's why things like Zoom have become so popular. And 
so critical in business because we haven't been meeting, you know, together as much in the last year in particular because of the coronavirus, but um, we've been missing out on that and connecting even by the phone, although it's not as good as in person, it still is a connection with the human being. And that means a lot because you can pick up things like tone that you can't pick up in anything that's written or text or whatever, you know. And, you know, as I said, you know, you're one of the great things is that, you know, you're creating some kind of urgency, which, you know, is a natural and very important part of sales in general and prospecting, you know, is cold calling and, and telemarketing fun? No, because you got to put up with a lot of no's, hang ups, you're going to find rude people, all that stuff, you know, and it is a, it's a prospecting like that is a different uh, mentality. And in my opinion, you know, it takes a different personality, a person that that just kind of lets things roll their back and doesn't have a lot of emotion involved in it. You know, it's uh, so it's hard for a lot of people to do, but that's why companies like ours exist because we're able to find those kind of people. But even if uh, you want to do it yourself, uh, if you discipline yourself and do it the right way, it's definitely doable. I mean, I know I started my career in sales doing that as many other, you know, professional salespeople do. So as I said, you really got two ways to do it. You know, you've got do it yourself or, you know, uh, outsource it to a company like ours or some other company. Um, and have some professionals do it. But, you know, if you don't have the money and you want to decide to spend the time doing it, you know, there are a couple of things you can do. Number one, um, the most important thing is, in my opinion, is getting the right list of people to call. And it's not not real hard to find list sources. I mean, the king of, you know, um, list sources, InfoUSA and their subsidiary data axle and, you know, Dun and Brad, that sort of thing. Um, so you can build those lists, but it's you got to be very specific about who you're calling and who you're contacting. So, you know, there's a cost for that, of course. But, you know, if you're going to put the time into it, you might as well call on the right people. You're going to have a lot more success than just calling the phone book, so to speak. So be very specific on who you're actually calling and what kind of list criteria you're using. And then, of course, the, the next thing is what you're actually saying. You know, I did an episode, uh, you know, a couple episodes ago selling the meeting, and it was about, you know, the importance of using a script and how to use the script and what needs to go into it and that sort of thing. You know, it doesn't have to be a masterful, you know, type of script. The, the biggest problem that salespeople have is actually saying, you know, can I talk to you about this? And would you like to buy? You know, it's that closing question. They're just scared to do it. But uh, if you set it up correctly, you know, it flows right into the conversation. So it's not a big deal. And, you know, because, uh, you know, prospecting and telemarketing and cold calling is, is, is a specialized skill and it takes the right mentality. You know, it's, you've got to keep a positive attitude and because that all comes through your voice to be effective. If you're dead and boring on the call, you know, you're going to get that kind of response. So, you know, I, years ago, I had a um, sales trainer, a guy who was in real estate, Mike Ferry, who I learned a lot from at that age. And, you know, he was a big proponent of cold calling. And he would talk about, you know, the fact that if you're coming into an office in the morning, do your cold calling very first thing. Don't answer your voicemail. Don't answer your email. Don't talk to your assistant. Don't do any of that. Um, don't get, don't look at the news. Don't look at Facebook, anything that could potentially be a negative for you because you want to be in the best possible mood. So bang out those prospecting calls early in the morning, you know, take two hours or whatever you schedule, turn off everything and dedicate the time to there. And that way you'll be mentally prepared and much more effective in how you do it. And, you know, you got to be patient. It's going to take time and you got to track your numbers to see how you can improve your dial rate and your contact rate and, you know, read books on how to get through the decision maker, how to get through gatekeepers, what phrases to use, all that kind of stuff. You know, the more you can learn, the better you'll be. But bottom line is you just got to get on the phone and, and, you know, get the marbles out of your mouth as uh, one of my sales managers used to say, and, you know, just do it, you know, 
Um, so again, that is a specific skill set that you have to learn over time if you haven't done it before. But you know, there are other options. You know, I don't personally think it's a real good use of your time. And if you can afford it at all, the best way to do it is to outsource it to a third-party uh, company that's uh, professionals and has professional co-callers on staff. And you know, for a couple of reasons. Obviously, as I said, I think your time as a business owner is you know much too important. As I've talked about before, your your hourly dollar per hour you know rate is actually much higher than you can outsource that kind of activity. But you know, if you're just starting out and you don't have the money, hey, you know, then there's no problem in doing it yourself. But you know, using a professional third party company like ours, you know, knows the list stuff, knows the most effective scripts, knows how it works. They have the people on staff that are ready, and you can build it up as quickly as you want, ramp it up, ramp it down, whatever activity level you need. And for most, you know, situations, it's a reasonable cost based upon, again, the time it would take you. Uh, and, you know, and it also has the benefit of uh, setting you up differently for the future meeting. So if somebody calls and, you know, on your behalf, uh, an appointment setter, they set up an appointment with a decision maker that automatically puts you in the position of you're an expert, you're too important to make your own calls. So you're having your assistant do it type of thing. Uh, and that sets you up with a lot of credibility. So that when you do show up to the meeting, it's a little bit different than if you personally called and then set up the meeting. So there's, you know, some benefits to that. So basically there's benefits to both approaches, either doing it yourself or outsourcing it. But, you know, the big point of this whole podcast is really that co-calling and, and telemarketing in general is definitely not dead, regardless of who you hear it from, you know, in the marketing industry, you know, everybody's trying to sell something. So, you know, it's a buzzword because people don't like the idea of cold calling and, you know, telemarketing. It sounds like a bad word. You know, when 20 years ago, when my business partner and I started this company, you know, we used to joke when people would ask us what we do for a living, you know, that you know, we always want to come up with something different to say. We didn't want to say we owned a telemarketing company, you know, at that time, because that's really all we did as a company. But, you know, it was kind of like, you know, here's, um, you know, lawyers, doctors. And then at the very end of the bottom of the scale was drug dealers you know, adult film producers, and then below that was telemarketing. So um, certainly understand if you've got that mentality uh, that's built in our society that it's a bad thing, but it's actually really you're doing a disservice if you leave people out there that are not going to get marketed to in any other way. They're not paying attention to anything else, but they will respond to a human-to-human -human call. So in my personal opinion, cold calling and telemarketing is definitely not dead, and it's actually a pretty critical uh, component to your marketing and to your prospecting. And it doesn't, you know, again, it's not a hundred percent. There's you should combine it with other things. It's not that one solution solves all and it's not for everybody. But if you think it makes sense for your business, I'd highly encourage you to check it out and see how you can implement something like that, uh, that strategy, because, you know, our company's proof it works and we have thousands of clients that have proved it's worked over the years. And uh, I think it'll work for you given the right situation. So that's all I have today and uh, appreciate your spending time with me. Bye. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable and it's really an honor to serve you. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and give me your honest feedback and what future subjects would help you out the most. Now, I've also put together a short ebook on some of the top lessons I've learned in 20 years uh, in a B2B business. You can download a free copy at growyourb2bcompany.com. That's growyourb2bcompany.com.